Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Xbox the Box, an Xbox podcast. I'm here with my good friend Alice. Hi, Alice. Hi. And I like to mention first of all because last week uh, we discussed about the free for free industries, and the, we were discussing about how sick we were about the trans- microtransactions added to the Halo Master Chief collection. So I've shared it around, and I noticed that. Some of the people were not happy. Well, I mean, they're uh, they're fine about like what they learned about it, but I think there was some like start some uh, tone used, and I feel it just affects those who actually worked on the game. I know this like comes off as a bit sensitive for me to like deal with those things, but I just wanted to clarify something first because I know last week we've been like cursing free for free industries and. We've also like been lambasting them, but but I think it's important to know that there are lots of people who've worked hard and delivered some good content for the game, including Halo Infinite, and they have done like lots of good things with it. So I think I like to say that uh, for me, I apologise if we somehow use the tone that comes off as disrespectful because I think to me. I did try to like uh, try to like be able to really to understand about everything, but but uh, but we still apologise for the tone used and how much we gone against three for three industries, and just say that three for three industries they do have lots of good talent, and these people have worked hard to get the Halo Infinite on the shelves, so it's really important to respect them too. It's just like what the it's just the amount of decisions they made on regarding microtransactions and how they tip the balance towards them that is not particularly okay and we we don't like it but it doesn't mean we think any less of those people who worked hard in the game and spent hours on it I just hope you understand okay so so that Okay, so we haven't planned this at all because I didn't know that Alice was even going to talk about this. But okay, um, I know I said "f you" three four three. I was very heated. I know I was. But 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 let me just say "f you" three four three to the people who want to put these microtransactions in. Not the entirety of the company, just the people who think this is a good idea because this is a terrible idea. And it's ruining your legacy as a company. And I know it's one bad apple ruins the bunch kind of thing. Or one bad egg ruins an omelette. You know, that, that kind of mentality. It's like, I feel like maybe I was a bit harsh. But I'm also, I feel like that's the only way you can get through to people sometimes. Is you have to be a bit more brutal and a bit more cutting close to the bone. Uh, obviously, I feel like there's a lot of very talented people in Free for Free. And I wouldn't say that there isn't. I just feel like this idea of microtransactions is appalling and they need to reconsider it. That's my statement on it. But <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting yeah. to have to make a statement, but there you go, yeah. Well, just so, uh, people... just so you understand that. Uh, well, moving on for the people who work on there, um, it's also particularly bad, like, if you have to rely on microtransactions to keep your business afloat, then you know that you're somehow going to end up losing people because if you're expecting them to pay you more than what you're offering them, then you still have a huge issues but but then again it's always 
it's always uh, important to respect everyone who works hard on those games too. So just I just wanted to get people to understand like we don't really like mean any ill intent last week. It's just get the listeners to understand how we were getting at and not try to get on your bad side, you know. No, no, I get that. I, get that. I mean, we both we both study game design. We know how hard it is to do game design. If I if I was talented, half as talented as any of these people, I would have had a job in the game industry. But I'm not. I'm not talented enough to do game design. Who so knows? I'm here. I've I've never had the skills to actually do it. Um, I I love game design. And, uh, yeah, it's just. Obviously, I feel like free to uh, microtransactions and free to play are reasonable in some in some cases. When it's, when the game is free and there's all this stuff, but when you when it's a eight year old game that's been monetized for years and they're still selling it at full price in some places, and you can still buy it digitally and still give, it's not like they're not making money from this game. They're still making money from mm. it, and it's like a big a game pass uh, driver. It gets people to go to game pass. It's ridiculous to me that they're gonna nickel and dime on top of that because, and also it's a Microsoft game. It's like Xbox, you have more than enough money to just cover this. You don't need to nickel and dime us. Mm. Uh, if, you, uh, if you want people to be loyal to you, then don't treat us like we're cash cows. Mm. Uh, I don't. That's that's my that's my opinion. Uh, the people argue, oh, you needed to maintain the game, and I don't believe they do. So that's my personal opinion. Uh, yeah, I don't like microtransactions. It's just one of those things. I just do not like it. I don't like it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so okay, I didn't want to expect to discuss this this week, but yeah, as we, as we're discussing it, I thought yeah, I just we'll uh, we're just saying yeah, we're just uh, we're just putting this out there just to get an understanding. Obviously, we're just fans. Sorry, obviously, we're just fans of we're just fans of Xbox. At the end of the day, we just want what's best for the company and best for yes. the consumers. So, it's nothing, nothing. I'm not being nothing. It's not a personal attack to uh, people who work on the game and work really hard. Uh, it's a, it's a more of a personal attack for people who want to nickel and dime us and think that this is a good idea. I feel like that is a bad decision and you should reconsider. That's pretty much all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna anyway. Mind on that. Uh, so what have you been playing this week? Uh, what have I been playing? I am Elden Ring <laughs> again. <laughs> I've just started my new game plus. Um, it's way too easy now with new game plus because I'm overpowered as hell. So I just literally. The, the, the things that took me like a week to beat I beat in like half an hour I literally just walked through the first castle in the game and just killed everything in like one hit just enjoy the whole <coughs> I feel like I'm a god just enjoy this whole chilled experience <laughs> enjoy the story it's and then chance. just like slice through all the enemies easy I love being I love being OP in games I, I know a lot of people think it's boring I love being OP in games that's like my favorite thing is just destroying it. just being like untouchable, like a god. I don't know why. I just enjoy it. Uh, and then I also played Fall Guys this week, unlocking mm. all the Halo content because there's Halo content. It's a Halo event going on in Fall Guys, uh, so you can lock a Halo helmet and like a Halo, uh, like a Cortana skin and stuff like that for your for your bean. For your bean Wait, but you can get a Cortana skin as well. It's like. It, it's like a colour scheme, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, it's like a, 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 it's like a, a pink Spartan helmet with uh, cat ears. So I'm surprised you haven't got on that because I know you're much you love your cat ears. But you had there. to like pay money uh, for that, yeah. 
No, that one's free. That one's free. Oh. That one's you do by just completing challenges. Oh, I just need to, like... Wait a minute, you had to complete challenges for that? Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, I hope it's still around, because <laughs> I got something else, but I'll get to that soon. But, yeah, Four Guys and Elder Green. Yeah. I think that's the same as last week, is it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um... I'm just looking like we're about we're about a week away until the floodgates open with Xbox and with PlayStation. There's like a load of games coming out in the middle of July, so mm. like Forza and As Death Falls and Stray are all coming out in the middle of July, so that's something to look yeah. forward to. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, it's pretty much the same as last week. Four guys in Elden Ring. Um, I'm boring, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, I just started Crash Bandicoot Four because that's on a. PS Plus. I was uh, I, I was waiting. I've been basically waiting for it to because uh, Xbox are buying Activision. I've been waiting for Crash Bandicoot to come to Xbox for free on Game Pass. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's, it's gonna any day now. Any day now, it'll be on Xbox Game Pass. And now I'll play. And then it's like, oh, it's coming to PlayStation Plus. I'm like, oh, it'll okay, come. Well, I'll play, I'll come. <laughs> it'll, but it'll, it'll come eventually, guys. Because the, sure the remastered uh, trilogy, which I played back in like 2017. It's like really good, but I do have this memory. Like I was playing Crash Bandicoot in the future level, and I have to phone my aunt and came out as trans to her, and I think she's like the first person to come out to her. But but yeah, that game has memories associated with it. But but less that this game is pretty fun and shows that it is possible to get really good Crash Bandicoot games. So yeah. So I just can't wait for like yeah, Xbox totally... bringing this out on Game Pass, same as Spyro. Uh, it, it will be on it. will be on Game Pass as soon as this Xbox, uh, as soon as this Activision uh, stuff's done. I would imagine because that's what happened with Bethesda. They had the big as soon as they finished buying Bethesda, they had a round table and literally every Bethesda game was on Game Pass like a, like a week later. Mm. So I imagine it's going to be the same with Activision. I just can't wait for it to be done. E. I have a massive back catalogue of Activision games to play. <laughs> but yeah, Crash 4, it's about time is what I've just been playing. So it's all right. I haven't got far into it. I've like the first two levels. So I will probably speak more about it next week when I've played it a bit more. But so far, so good. And uh, what have you been playing, Alice? Well, uh, I've been playing Paladins because there's a bunch of Ruby content that came to the game. So, what's basically is that Paladins, you heard of it, right? It's like Overwatch, right? It's a hero based shooter, as far as I'm, and it's free to play, right? As far as I'm aware. Yes. I think I played it on the Switch it's, years and years and years it's ago. It's more like a bootleg uh, Overwatch, and it plays similar, similarly to it, but it's got like mobile events, uh, features like if you, I think you get stronger when you get more kills. But also you use a card system to like give yourself some buffs and stuff like that. I still try and get around the gameplay aspects of it. But yeah, it's just been on it for quite a while. But what's happened recently is that what is now going to be advertised is there's a Ruby crossover pass where you get it, you get 30 levels and you have to level up so you can get stuff like uh, the main characters of Ruby, Ruby Rose, Rice, Yang, and Blake. And there's, like, avatars as well. Uh, you don't, like, unlock characters. You unlock skins for the 
characters like Fora and other characters like that, like Furia? I don't know. But you you get their skins too. But what's included is that you get like uh, Crow, Brahmin, and there's Salem as well. So you can get those as premium skins. Or you wall them on the treasure chest in order to unlock them. But yeah, just like, uh, just went in, got the crossover pass, and found that it's like, takes ages for it to like gain a level like i played like a few matches and i still have yet to reach level two so i may end up purchasing all the levels up to the Y skin when it finishes later oh <laughs> yeah you pay for my pain to level up no don't do it don't do it it's a trap it's a trick no what are you doing <laughs> but anyway uh yeah. No. What I'm keen to hear for is just like get the Salem skin because she's one of my favorite characters of Ruby, so I got that. And as soon as I got that and played with, I mained like Saris who uses that skin. She's a healer that uses like souls to heal people up and do attacks. And yeah, it's just pretty fun. I won a bunch of matches, like killed lots of people or helped people as well. And I find that, yeah, it's really a good character. And that's when I found Paladins to be fun. However, the UI of it is just like a bit puzzling because you say like the Salem skin, you get like 800 crystals, but you can get it for 400 crystals if you want on a treasure chest. So I went to the shop, tried to find her skin. And when I found her, I was like, hmm, I'll like see if I buy that directly. And then I went in. I just put money into the chest and I unlocked a tiger to wide on. And like, no, this is not what I want. Like, I spent like 20 quid on crystals to get a crossover pass and um, for that Salem skin. But I got the tiger instead, so I had to pay extra money. Go through the champion's page and that's where you can have that direct uh, purchase of Salem skin for 800 crystals. So I got that. And I ended up spending 32 quid when I would have spent 20 quid on the whole game. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> but at least the game is like, yeah. I can see why you wanted to apologise about microtransactions now. <laughs> well, no, I mean, okay. I, no, I re-apologise for the tone use in the show. And the microtransaction is not particularly why. And the point is... The game is just like try tries to like make it easy for people to spend more on the game, and Paladins is like expects you to pay more and try to put in this FOMO stuff with it. But yeah, it's just Ruby content is what gets me into Paladins because without it, I'm like not into it. But I just like playing it, and it's alright. But it's okay with the graphics, but I think it's just like there's a sound balance problems and stuff like that. And it just feels like as if you're playing an original Xbox game. But for what it's worth, it's just still fun. So I'm just enjoying it. Fair enough, fair enough. How much is Yang? Or like, how would I get Yang? Uh, That's my favourite character from Ruby and Yang. Bob. Well, <laughs> Bob. you need to reach level 9. So you buy the crossover pass and then you spend like some crystals you don't have to spend for like a third of a pack because you purchase individual levels and you get over to yang at about level nine that's all you need but you also need to unlock the champion too like you get furia as i unlocked by default 
But for the other champions, you have to go collect either collect coins or get crystals. So you either spend more for the champions, or you play the game enough to get enough coins to pay for any of the champions. So say if you want to play as Ruby or Yang, then you have to purchase the champion as well. So it's just like yeah, there are strings attached to that crossover pass, and it can like catch you out and make you spend more in the game, but. It's still special, but I think it's just more like uh, treats it as some kind of a cash cow. But but then it's still worth like checking out, so don't have a problem with it. I, I don't like the sound of any of that. <laughs> to be honest, it makes me I'm like mm, no. Well, when it when it comes to microtransactions, where it's like you could pay to level up, I'm always one of those people who are like. No, I refuse. I flat out refuse to pay the level. Well, up. I can tell you now that uh, I, if you like Ruby and you you want you don't want to miss out on the skins because there's like Ruby skins for Smite which I completely missed out on. But but if you like this Ruby stuff and you like having it before you miss it out on, it's there. You can like go in and pay for it. Otherwise, it's just like not worth your time and effort and besides I've got games to catch up on which leads me to the other stuff there uh, I've been playing House Flipper alright yeah any good I've heard, I've heard interesting things about that one yeah it's just I noticed some of the friends on the server that said oh I've been I find that really relaxing and it's like oh I really enjoyed playing it and I went in I played more of it than Minecraft and it's like, yeah, it's it's actually really neat. You know, there's a lot of destruction, like you use a hammer to break down walls. But when I use the hammer on the walls, it just breaks apart like a chocolate bar. And it's like, wow, that's quite satisfying. Plus, you also like do cleaning, take the trash out, and even like paint the walls. And it's like, yeah, this is like a lot more interesting than what I expected because I thought it's just involves sort of house demolition and the been a menace to the house but but it's actually really good the only thing is that for the console version there's the user interface it just seems as if it's like more pc oriented so like you move the cursor on the screen and it's just a bit finicky but but then again it's just like the gameplay really matters the most so if you're after that then you will enjoy house flipper plus it's got like garden dlc so it's quite good but it takes about less than 10 hours to get all the achievements. But it gets more satisfying because you can get, like, buy houses, decorate them, clear them up, and then you can sell them for profit. And I think that's just where the game gets really interesting. In Minecraft, like, I was playing the Minecraft, got the fish hole in the realm server, and I got the diamond pickaxe that's got the best enchantments on. And then for some reason I lost it. Like I don't know whether I put it in the storage box or I dropped it by mistake. But I think what another thing I may have lost it is when I was giving coal over to the villager. Like I get experience to like repair the axe, and I think there was a bug that caused it to disappear. But I don't know how exactly it's there. I just first noticed it where I was collecting potatoes from the farm. And I got it on the first slot, and it's like, oh, this is where the diamond pickaxe usually comes there. But then it's gone. Like, I couldn't even find it. And that's when I was just like, 
<sighs> I just uh, fed up with Minecraft. Then I went into the Java server. There's connection problems, and they got me really upset and angry. And I just think, like, is there anywhere that I can be able to get on with it? And that's when I want to take a break from Minecraft and play House Flipper. And to be honest, that one is amazing. So I recommend playing it. Speaking of which, the Power Wash Simulator is properly announced recently as I was taking the notes. And it's coming on the 14th of July. And really better news is you it's now coming to Game Pass. So I don't have to pay for it. Like, if you've seen the Markiplier videos, it's just a, it's like House Flipper, except you have to clean stuff up. So I've seen videos of it. It's like, wow, that's so satisfying. You like you use different tools to get all the dirt off and get the graffiti off, and you just end up with something that looks really better. It is really a totally satisfying game, and I'm really happy for it to be fully completed after early access which is now coming to both Windows and Xbox, as well as Xbox Series S or X. So, yeah, I just cannot wait for it to come next week. I watched the Markiplier videos, need to watch them. Uh, I've heard good things about Power Washer Simulator, though. Um, the only thing about those type of games is that my house is a complete tip <laughs> in real life. So, I'm like, I would feel bad if I completely cleaned the house up and like fixed it up and then I look around my actual house I'm like whoa I need this needs a lot more work done um, so uh, it made me feel kind of guilty if I uh, was playing those type of games to be honest but even more so they always look like even fun. more so with house flipper especially you had to clean up her house after yeah. it's been given lots of trash and cockroaches by students living there mm. that's a huge job <laughs> bloody students <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway I've also played some extra bits. I played the Stuffed demo. You know, I was talking about Launchpad and said about Stuffed. I finally got around to playing the demo. And there's a tutorial on how you play the game. And there's like one level where you do a wave-based one. You know, it's like... Uh, I think it was like Halo Firefight, where you have waves of enemies coming up. It goes in that same... It just comes in that way, where... You get the weapon, you just like get rid of some gnomes and then eventually you get miners coming in that will try to break down the door so you had to get rid of it. So it's a bit like uh, Call of Duty where you just get some stuff and you have to repair things as well as level your character up and I can see like there's a huge potential. Also the weapons they made in the game, very creative. Like you have one that shoots uh, pencils or some sort like that but you also got a automatic gun that sh fires like pellets at the gnomes but I like the golf ball one where you just get up and it shoots golf balls a lot using a doll's hound so you can definitely like there's a lot of creativity there plus the animations are really nice the only thing is with the UI like there's problems with moving the elements in like you couldn't even like get for the settings properly and there's some like some odd UI decisions there so I just kind of thinking like this game still needs more polish before it gets ready and get this user experience right. But for what it lurks and plays, it's definitely the game that I love to play, see the full version of and check it out. And I think it's going to be like quite a good hit. It's from Raven Bear Studios, who's like fan of Launchpad. And I have worked in the game 
while in the same studio as them. And I can see they are doing some good work in the small person team. And I think it's about four or five. I don't know if they got more people in, but they've been working on, on, on years. And what they got so far is just you can tell they have worked hard on it and get a good polish in it. So, yeah, if you see the stuff demo on Xbox, then give it a try. Stuffed, yes. Oh, okay, I'll have to look into that. It, you're like a teddy bear. Yeah, so that sounds interesting. Um, I need a new horde type game anyway. I haven't had like a game like that in a while to play, so wave based defense. Is it? Uh, yeah, sounds interesting. It's interesting I didn't mention about Minecraft chat. Yeah. Well, well you did sort of. Yeah. <laughs> you did a little bit. I've also mentioned about Minecraft Xbox One Edition. Well, I was trying to reinstall the main game just to get rid of a importing content error which is fixed because when i restarted the console i played the xbox one edition and checked it out and it's like whoa that's a huge step back like how the graphics have changed and ui is like really different but there's just some aspects of ui that i really miss like the crafting and inventory where it used to look like and now it's just like it's so different when you're playing the main version so I used this opportunity to get in and get two achievements. Well, I used the World Seed to get to visit the Woodland Mansion. So, <clears throat> so you use the Seed and it spawns the Woodland Mansion. So I had to get some tools. So I climbed up with a ladder to get up to the top, dug down, and then I tried to get rid of a Voker. And yeah, I just got it done, but I just got killed off. So I just chased up and tried to get the totem of undying and then i was like walked out jumped out the window and died and then i got revived so i got two achievements for my troubles one for feeling elder defeating the foker and one for using the totem of undying so that's how i got those achievements but yeah but the good really good thing about this one is <clears throat> you can disable autosave so you can save anytime like if you make a mistake you can like jump back to the previous state it, now in the main Minecraft, they just make it like more same with Java and that you it's always saved all the time and that's not cool. But <clears throat> no, I don't like that. Yeah, but but the Java edition also has like hardcore mode. If you die, you die, and they don't have that in Bedrock edition. I like the hardcore mode, but it's just a shame that they didn't feature it in Bedrock yet. Yeah, I've, I don't know if I, how I feel about hardcore mode. <laughs> Too scared. Um, so I mean, that's yeah, that's what we've been playing. We're about halfway. We're about half hour into the podcast. We try and uh, maybe crack on to some news. Some news. So you already mentioned uh, Ruby, and uh, 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 but you had some more Ruby news you wanted to discuss. Yep, and I hope that you don't mind. But I can tell you it's indirectly related to Halo, but it's not really a Halo thing. <laughs> but anyway, right, okay. the RTX event, uh, there's been that the last weekend. And there isn't like a lot of news, though. There's really Volume 9, like the ninth season, <laughs> just how many seasons there are. But uh, they shared a teaser of it, so that's, that's coming in early two. 2023 when it could have been like announced for like late 2022 after the year's delay but it's been delayed a bit more 
But there's more talk about paladins and the Ruby uh, crossover pass and how it's just somehow like crashed the servers of so many users going in to check the game out. So it's seen as a success there. They've also had more news and got the gameplay footage as well as some more stuff with Ruby Arrowfell. I don't know if I told you about that before. It's a Metrophania uh, type of game that's set in Nathalys with the main Ruby characters. You switch between different Ruby characters like in Psycho Fox and the Master System. And you just go around like killing Grimm. There's some really like interesting stuff and I think there's a meme coming out of it where one of the bosses I imagine there's this guy who looks like the senator for like the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. <laughs> there's even a oh, right, okay. there's a video that's got like playing it has to be this way over that, so it's just so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also one extra bit of the news where there's a Ruby movie coming out. It's got with the Justice League. What? <laughs> that sounds so random. Yeah, they got working with Warner Brothers where Rooster Teeth's making their first feature-length movie that features Team Ruby working with the the rendement version of the Justice League heroes. Like, I don't know if you've seen the comics where the Batman and Superman has like uh, Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent, Kent Clark or some sort, and they're just dressed differently. And Batman's got, like, bat ears and not, like, wearing the full mask. <laughs> but I think this is what they're aiming for with the movie. To me... I feel like... Yes? D- I was going to say, I feel like DC are kind of just throwing everything at the wall at the moment to see what sticks. Yes. Uh, there's a new film coming out, which is uh, DC superhero pets with The Rock and Dwayne... Uh, the Rock and... and uh, is it... Uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, that's one. The Rock and Kevin Hart. They're both the pets of Superman and uh, Batman, I think, which is just weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let's just make everything into a movie and just see which ones hit and which ones are going to be popular. Well, bear in mind that DC has been like doing one of the male with animated movies. Like you've got Batman Ninja, and there's yeah. Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That film exists. Of course there is. <laughs> yeah, that that really exists. So I think this is the same direction with the Ruby movie, where I imagine it's not going to come into theatres unless the people would demand for it, but it will pop up on like uh, video-on-demand services and stuff like that. So I'm not that enthusiastic about it. But if it's a normal Ruby movie, just a Ruby and some like different characters, then yeah, I would be interested, but that's about it. I know it I mean, to me, it's... Yeah. A- I mean, is it going to be like a Pokemon or Naruto or Dragon Ball Z movie where it's literally no plot? Is it's literally like a, like a nothing plot that makes no? It's just filler, it's just two hours of filler plot with made up characters that no one has any, and they won't ever reference it again in the series again. Is that what it's going to be like with Ruby? Do you think just like a load of new characters and they're not even going to mention them again after the movie finishes? Like it's going to just be non consequential because that's what most anime movies are. When they're from the t- based off a TV series, anyway, uh, or anime series. Technically, yes, it's not. It's going to be like that, but it's set an alternative universe anyway. Because with the comics, the Justice League are like part of the universe, 
and they try to be away from the Ruby planet as much as possible. They, although the character director of Ruby says that the DC comics they make based in Ruby is said that like they're canon, but the comics didn't do well, and the Justice League ones is like not really connected to the canon, but they just use that movie as an opportunity to build into that universe and try to make the huge thing with Ruby and the Justice League. And I think, uh, <clears throat> come on, honestly, like, I think this is like trying to go for some of the ideas and jump in the shock on this one. But, <sighs> but I think the bigger question is like, I've been following Ruby for like eight volumes and to be honest, it's all right, but it's, it's just like, tucking myself into the McDonald's uh, because it's like not so great but you love the characters and the setting there but I don't know what your yeah, okay. I don't know what your thoughts on it because you said to me like you've seen only like the first three volumes yeah I, I kind of got bored after the third or fourth volume I don't know it's not really my thing really um, yeah I mean it's cool that people enjoy it and all that, but it, it, I don't know. It's I I, I never it, it, I, yeah I kind of got bored of it and never got back to it really. Because I can tell you, what was interesting. I guess I can tell you that volume seven and eight are like interesting, except that eight volume is just tries to be dark, but ended up being like a beautiful mess, according by one critic. But the volume that is like gonna be like vastly different and has a lot of surrealism. And there's a mouse called like Little, so it's like <laughs> he's just like a tiny mouse that talks. I did some fan art of that of them, and it's just like people loved it. So you can definitely tell that people love that mouse. Ooh. Yeah. So there's Ruby girls fighting with weapons that can also be weapons, but there's a tiny little yeah. talking mouse too. So fair enough. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. We were discussing before the podcast started. You were talking about DC. I still think that the best fit. I said this to you earlier. I feel the best bet for DC is to team up with Xbox. I really yes. do, because like um, Marvel and PlayStation seem to be in bed together here. They got Spider Man, Wolverine, and stuff. So, well, Xbox should just you know get the next Batman game and the next. Uh, Wonder Woman and Super and Superman game, all that. We should, we should like, we should be like, we should be the DC machine. Should be the Xbox and have proper DC versus Marvel, mm. like proper console war <laughs> fandom. Well, uh, well, it's just a dream. But at the moment, it just seems Sony has got some sticky stuff going on with Spider Man. So, the. Uh, was there any news about Red versus Blue? Because that, that is like really related to Xbox, I guess, because that's in Halo. Right? Yes, the, <laughs> there is news, actual news. The Red versus Blue series, they have a Rooster Teeth. They stopped doing the series and then they're moving from it. So they're now focusing on more oh, PSAs. Okay. So you're going to get more of those stuff. And uh, they're not going to go for the full show, right. but there's a mini series that involves Griff and Simmons as rendered in the Halo Infinite engine. Should be easy enough because the wow. the game is allowing like machinima controls, so it's easy for Rooster Teeth to animate Griff and Simmons in it. But they said there will be a Q&A show, so I think it's like question and answers there. And 
and it's just going to be a lots of like uh, shorts that are non-canon. So both of them and the PSAs will release later this year as they go towards the show's 20th anniversary. It's also the 20th anniversary of Rooster wow. Teeth, so they better like come up with some really good yeah. stuff. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm curious to see it. Um, obviously, being a massive Halo fan, the Red vs. Blue, I used to be really into it back in the day. Uh, haven't watched it in a couple of years, but when it when it first came out, I was obs- I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then also stuff like Army and the Chief, and those other ones. There's yeah. always like um, Halo Machinima. I miss Halo Machinima. It's such a big thing. I'm. I feel old. I want to. I want to go back in time and play play the games when they were back at their peak. But there mm. you go. Um, so anyway, um, so, yeah, I think it's you should definitely check out Red vs Blue Syria and see how you check it out for yourself. Because it tries to go for the soft reboot with some new characters. But yeah, you should definitely check it on... I think it's on YouTube now, So because it used to be on Rooster Teeth's site. Yeah. yeah. I have to have a look for it. Def- uh, I definitely will at some point. Um, so is, is that all the RTX news? We, uh, 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 or is there more? That's all, because... I was hoping to have some big announcements, but the announcements are not that big. And they're like, Ruby Movie is the biggest thing. And turns out it's got like Justice League crossover. So not everyone, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but the rest of it, it's just something that just pops up on the internet. But oh, Fair enough. So with Red versus Blue, talking about Halo TV series is, hey, it's transition. <laughs> Um, the Halo TV show is finally available here in the UK, and I'm late to the party. And I, I, I don't think have you watched it because I've watched a, a couple of episodes now. I'm still waiting to like get a Paramount Plus um, subscription sorted out because you get it for free with Sky, and I just got my parents got it, so I'm just trying to sort it out. They're they're away wow. on holiday it's... and they're about to finish it at the moment, but um, but well, it's free. so I don't. There's a fee free. <laughs> There's a 30-day free trial with uh, Xbox Game Pass as well. That's what I've been using at the moment. It's my 30-day free trial. I would um, rather not like pay for the subscription and keep it going. So I don't want. I don't no, really I see myself too. making an account where you can get free on Sky. That's fair. So, That's fair. but yeah. So yes. Uh, do you want my spoiler-free uh, thoughts of the Halo TV series? Then yes, or, please. Uh... <laughs> so. Honestly, it's not as bad as I was expecting. Like I've been hearing so much negativity on the internet, so so much negativity. Like, oh, it's the worst TV show ever. Oh, it's awful. It's the it's absolutely disgrace. All this stuff, and it's like it reminds me a lot of like the Last Jedi when that came out. It's just like I watched it. And I thought, oh, it's all right. It's not too bad. Um, I don't know. It's I watched the Halo TV. I've been watching the Halo TV series with my with my mum. Uh, I, I basically every episode I'd be like going, "Oh, that's interesting," but in the game, this blah 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 happens, not blah blah blah, or, or like like basically like it's not the it's not the same as the the games at all. So I mean, if you go in there with the expectation that you're just going to be watching a fun, goofy sci-fi show, 
you would, I think you'll enjoy yourself. I think it's when people were like going, it doesn't follow the canon exactly, and it's not exactly the same as the game. Oh, how dare you? It's just like, I don't know. I've, I've enjoyed it for what it is. I think it's a bit of fun. I feel like they could have done better with it. I'm not saying it's a masterpiece or anything, but as like a popcorn TV series thing you can watch and binge, it's fairly enjoyable. I, I've, I really was expecting worse when I read all the reviews and heard all the reviews, but I'm, I'm watching it. I'm I'm fairly enjoying it, to be honest. Um, it's got some silly stuff in it, but it's like... It does, I don't know, it's, it's weird. It's like, okay, so that's how they made Cortana in this universe, and this is how they explain uh, Majesty's personality and all this stuff. And it's like... And they focus on this other girl who has nothing to do with anything. I don't understand why she's even there. Yeah, I think it's just this show. <laughs> people are expected to to be like a full tribute to the video game, but because of what's happened with it and how it's like so different, that it's not going to be taken seriously as part of an official can- canon. It's just like it offers a different perspective. Like it just focuses more on drama and not so much on the 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 fun and frolics of the Halo video games you used to play. But but you say about complaints. A lot of those complaints uh, come at the Master Cheeks type of thing. Yeah, the Master Cheeks, as like people like to call him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he gets his butt out quite a lot. Um, yeah, it's just... Uh... I don't think he's that bad. I, it's weird to me that they got... Um, I remember her name now. The voice they got the voice actor of Cortado to come back, but they didn't get uh, Steve Downs to come back as Master Chief. Uh, I know, obviously, he, I know, I know, obviously, the guy takes his helmet off a lot and he talks without the helmet on. But I don't know, like, I mean, you can watch Star Wars and Hayden uh, Christensen can talk as Anakin Skywalker, and then you have James L. Jones as Darth Vader. Because of the mask on and off, you could do it with Halo. I'm sure you could. Um, I don't. I'm not super into. He's he's all right. He's just not Steve Downs, is he? Let's be fair. He's not. He's not the Master Chief, as far as I'm concerned. He, well, it's um, not really a Master this, Chief, this, really, because like he reveals his face way too much. He somehow gets yeah. overly melodramatic and even gets rude to. Cortana, and I don't know if you've seen the yeah. entirety of the show, right down to the last episode. No, I've seen up to episode fi- uh, five. I'm on episode five. Oh, now. I uh, think you're which... definitely in for a fun ride because I saw the recaps and I saw some really embarrassing stuff. I so I know a lot of the. I have seen a lot of the recaps myself as well. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like um, what what annoys me about Paramount Plus. I forgot to mention that is that I put this tweeted out with this as well. I got Paramount Plus. We're like four months late to the party right here in the UK. They've only just brought it over here. And they've already they've got the bloody cheeks. They've only given us four episodes. Why are we we've waited four months for this? Give us the whole bloody series. Why are we waiting and why are you still piecemealing it out? They know that's the only thing they got on there that anyone's gonna subscribe for. It's like the bloody cheek. Um yeah, very very annoying. Um I, I say I'm not. I don't hate the show. I think it's all right. I've seen a lot worse. Um, it's it, it's the silver timeline is what they were referring it as. So it's not actually even canon, which is fine. I guess if it's not canon, is whatever. Um, the main character 
there's a there's a there's a woman who, w- who works with the Covenant. That's about the only main thing which I'm like, that's a bit weird. Um, <laughs> uh, there's some stuff that is not in the game, but some stuff, some stuff is like, why is that being changed for the game? That doesn't make sense. And then other stuff is like, it's been kept the same. It has some nice callbacks occasionally. Like my favorite bit, which is is funny, was like I think it's episode four. The you know, they're deciphering this code, and then the woman goes, they call it. Halo, and it just goes. Oh. <laughs> I just love that. It's just so corny, and I love it. That was like my favorite bit of the whole series. Like just the fact that the music just goes. Oh. It's, it's interesting you mentioned about Cortana, where Jen Taylor. I thought this is going to be a different actress. Jen Taylor, that's yeah, it. Yeah, but she just made it back in. It's. I think she only did the voice for her. But interesting yeah. you brought to her because. She also plays Salem in Ruby. It's all, it's all, everything's connected to Ruby. Connected. Well, the she also plays uh, Princess Peach in the Mario games, and I think she still does that. There you go. So I think you play the Super oh, Mario yeah. Strikers. She provides the voice for Peach. She also plays. I not know. That. She also plays like Toad in the Mario games, which is why there's a meme where. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> where Salem's like got a voice of Toad on it, and that's because it's played by the same voice actress. <laughs> Beautiful. Could you imagine Cortana, like the, the TV show with a, with a Toad voice for Katara? That would make the show even better. <laughs> I would love it. Master Chief, <laughs> you gotta help us, Master Chief. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I love Toad. Toad's so funny. Um. But yeah, my my review for the Halo TV show late to the, we're late to the party. Uh, I think it's uh, watchable. I wouldn't don't go in there with high expectations, but then also don't be like try and be a little bit open minded. It's not the best thing ever, but you know, I it's 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 watchable. I think that's probably the best way to put it. It's 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 a fun it's a fun popcorn TV show. Um, yeah. Is is in some parts it's a bit over the top, some parts it's not. And as I said, it's, it's funny. Just, it's funny watching it as a fan because I keep turning to my mum and saying, "In the game, they did it this way. In the game, they did it this way." There's <laughs> like one point my mum was like, "I'm gonna pause it." And I turn to my mum and she goes, "Oh, what's they do in the game this time?" It's like, "Oh, okay." It's like that's like what I keep saying to them. Like, in the game, they did it this way because I I know all like the extended canon and stuff of the Halo universe because some people don't know that, and it's just like. So okay, so that's similar, but that's not right. Let's okay. let's move on now because let's move on from Halo. We haven't got much time, so uh, I wanted to briefly touch on the next bit of news. It's not it's not much of a story, but uh, Adam Greenberg teases there is a lot more announced Xbox games in the works. Basically, all I wanted to ask you is, what game would you like to see? What game do you are you hoping is being made by Xbox that we haven't heard of yet? Mm. Uh, I have a couple in mind. Myself, there's so many what, franchises they they haven't touched on there's like kung fu chaos there's quantum redshift oh. and uh many more games that came on the original xbox that people have forgotten <laughs> yeah i want banjo free make it happen i want banjo free or blinks free let's make blinks free a thing. yeah <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, the one I I think we could also we could make a whole episode out of just this one topic. But the one thing I would really want is a big Xbox crossover game, like Halo Kart, 
or super killer instinct brothers yeah ultimate. that's what would be most likely like, I want, because you know you've seen with the want, playstation want all stars where you have all the sonic yeah. characters in as well <laughs> could you imagine it was so cool you'd have master chief you'd have blinks you'd have um i've run out of characters now no so, so you were marcus phoenix uh banjo kazooie conquer when activision comes through you'd have spyro crash bandicoot you could get uh, Captain Price from Call of Duty if you want. Why not? Just like it's so, I want a really cool, weird crossover game. I feel like you should do like Killer Instinct versus X uh, versus Xbox. Yes, All Stars, like, like 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 Marvel versus Capcom. I mean, that would be yeah. Cool. There's like Killer Instinct is the the one that's 2013. That's the closest you yeah. ever get to. That's the closest we got. Yeah. That's, because you got like uh, got... the Arbiter, the General Wham, uh, and there's like the yeah. Rash from Battletoads as well. Yeah, so that, but let's let's turn it up to eleven. Let's add more. <laughs> let's just go crazy with it. I feel like the next they should have a literally the next Killer Instinct should be something like Killer Instinct versus Xbox All Stars. Mm. Like have like a having like Marvel versus Capcom. I would love that. Like have like two sets of characters so all the killer instinct characters and then all the xbox all stars and there's uh all, all something like how that about or halo cart which would be hilarious and there's like cinder from ruby appearing in it but then there's another <laughs> character called cinder which is a big magma guy who talks like the deadpool in the uses uh sorry the newest version of the game all right yeah <laughs> But I mean, if you could have the one crossover game, would it, would you want a fighter or would you want a kart racer? Like, what 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 kind of ridiculous crossover would you? Party want? games. A, oh my god, a party game would be so fun. Yeah, they could do uh, what's it called? Oh, what's the party game for the original Xbox called? Uh, Fusion Frenzy. Uh, Fusion, Fr- yeah, Fusion Frenzy two, and have Master Chief and Blinks. All out of there. Every all the best characters. <laughs> have you played like Fusion? Party games are have great. you played Fusion Frenzy two before? No, I didn't know there was Fusion Frenzy. I 2. played Fusion Frenzy two. Oh. It's like made by who's Huston Soft. Like it's just like a, some future Pepsi look of this whole game, and somehow like you got this really annoying announcer, and it's like so bright, colorful, but the game is like not so great. I literally have to plough in, play the complete game over and over to get 1,000 gamer score. And I was like, oh gosh, I made it out of it. But this game is kind of a bit like a cheapo. But then you, there's some like interesting music, but then you pretty much forget about it. You, I mean, my honest opinion is you will remember Omega 5 more than Fusion Frenzy 2. Because that sequel, it just seems as if it didn't exist or forgotten. Yeah. I mean, I never even knew there was a Fusion Frenzy 2, so you're right there. Uh, I mean, like, obviously Nintendo have done a good job with the Xbox, with the, like, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has more Xbox representation than most games <laughs> do when it comes to crossovers. we got Banjo and, my, and we got Minecraft Steve in there. Um, so, I mean, like... Ah, uh, I'm, I'm I've always wanted uh, Master Chief in Smash Brothers. That's always been my dream character. But, um, yeah, I, that's what I want. I want an Xbox crossover game. Or I want them to bring back some platformers. Let's get a Banjo. Let's get a new Conker. 
Um, or a new, another, another new Crash Bandicoot or another new Spyro. And once the X things come through. Well, you've been saying it as if like Aaron Greenberg's got that unannounced yet. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I think they could do um, a MOBA with Xbox characters, like Pokemon or, Unite. Like, or, uh, no. Or, yeah. No. No, but we they're, t- they're teaming up with Riot, and we got oh, we're getting Black Air Blizzard, right? So it's like the heroes of the storm or Overwatch. You can imagine like they just start randomly adding Xbox characters to either of those. Okay, games. that's a fair point. I can see really, that happening. I can see that. Ha- I can actually see that happening. Like Master Chief just randomly gets added to Overwatch. Could you imagine that? Yeah, that'd be so weird. There's of course Dead Alive. <laughs> I would play it as dead, well. <laughs> there's Dead Alive Four where there's a Spartan that's thrown into the roster of Dead Alive characters. Yes, and it's a woman uh, Master Chief as well because it makes it, it, it uh, makes uh, some weird grunting noises. Let's just say mm. that. There, uh... <laughs> so it was interesting. Um, yeah, I would, I would, but yeah, crossovers. Lots, that's what I want. Um, yeah, as I said, this subject we could literally make a whole episode just from this one subject. So maybe we should just uh, unless there's anything else you wanted to say that you think you. We think we might be getting in the in, in the future. Let's just move on to the last uh, piece of news because we need to like make the, this episode a bit more brief than last week. We want to try that, yeah. So the last piece of news, I uh, sad is like a very bit of sad news. Actually, it's very sad. Um, Technoblade, a Minecraft YouTuber, has passed away at mm. the age of twenty three. Um, I honestly don't know much about Technoblade. It's the uh, I, all I know is some people were trying to sell NFTs of his, uh, like, cashing in on this, which is disgusting. Um, that's about the only thing I really knew about it, really. And also, his, uh, I know his avatar is like a pig, uh, pigman with a crown on it, right? I, I think I, I got that right. Well, um, it's interesting. You, you, you know more about this than I do. So, you, you go ahead. Well, I haven't heard much about him, but he's a famous YouTuber who plays Minecraft Let's Play Fids and has went into, like, many games of lots of people. Uh, but uh, I know I don't know much about his videos and stuff because I know more about like stamping long, uh, long nose or long head, or even like other Minecraft YouTubers. But Technoblade is actually really popular, and and it's pretty much like lots of like good lots of pe- good people. He's famous enough to get his uh, symbol on the Reddit R place. I spent so much time on like trying to get this Ruby Muriel set up with other people as well, and there's like the technical blade icon there as well. So it's like, hmm, it's really good, but it's really sad because when it's announced, I checked out the video where <clears throat> his father just came over and had to read out the entire thing. He just like read this thing how he's on his bed and said like. Uh, out of all those many lives he had, he would rather be like this life so he can be with many of his friends he made during his YouTube channel. And he, as he just read through the passage written by him on his bed, he just like teared up and and just close to tears on how he read it. And it's just like, it's really hard to watch. And it's because it's just so sad when you do something really brave and try to get get his fans knowing about uh, how Technoblade says about it, how he played his last message and the rest of the messages there. Like, 
the video there, um, you can watch it and you get the all the stuff there, but it's still like really sad because he died at twenty three, which is like a really young age. There's so many tributes uh, filled in for him, like in across Minecraft servers as well as like Mojang because. They put a Easter egg in a Java edition launcher where they have a pig that has a crown on the head that's on the clips and it's just like a tribute to Technoblade. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 23, man. That's so young. Mm. It's horrible. Really bad. Because, you know, I, I'm in my 30s now and it's like, that's... I feel so like twenty three. I feel like I was so young then. Mm. I was like, this, and I, oh my god, it's it's mm. really sad. Um, yeah, I mean, our thoughts are obviously go out to his family and friends and hope that they're all you know doing okay. Yeah. I offer uh, my obviously it must be a very hard time, and our condolences. Yeah, I also I, I, I don't want to speak for you, but uh, yeah, I also offer my deepest condolences to his fa- friends and family as well. So. I just, yeah, it's, I do respect that. And he did a really huge influence on the community as well. Yeah. So, I mean, as I said, we said our condolences and uh, I hope everyone is doing okay. Who's friends and family with uh, with, uh, Technoblade. Um, So, want to like, so I mean, that's our news for the day. Uh, do we want to move on to the topic of the show? A bit, bit more lighter, heart, a bit more lighthearted, something a bit more uh, funny and uh, yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, let's do that. Like, uh, the theme is Blinks the Time Sweeper. And. Hence my background. I've had. Uh, <laughs> I got Blinks the Time Sweeper behind me, by the way, on the green screen. I know you can't see it, so yeah, mm. I just thought I'd put it uh, He's been there the whole time just looking at me, and the people are probably like, why has he got Blinks the background? Well, that's because he's <laughs> oh. been chosen the mascot for the Twitter account by the name of Poorly Aged Stuff. There's a Twitter account where he posts a lot of screenshots, or screen caps, all the things said. That ended up aged badly because of what happened recently. Like, I think I saw there's a tweet with cryptocurrency. And this one is aged because of very poor sales of it and NFTs. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I I don't know much about this tweet. You brought this up to me because I thought this looked quite funny. But obviously... I mean, the main connection with this being an Xbox thing is obviously it's Blinks the Time Sweeper. Of all characters you could have as your mascot, why would you pick Blinks? Why? I did some digging around and I tried to look up in history and stuff like that. And I struggled to find anything of why Blinks is chosen for it or how this Twitter account came to be. But then I just went into the Reddit post and found... Oh, it shows the picture of the things, and this is the poorly aged, the first poorly aged thing. Ah, yeah, I mean, it has aged pretty poorly, Blinks the Time, uh, time Sweeper. Uh, I keep joking about seeing it as like an iconic Xbox character, but no, it's not. Let's be fair. Well, <laughs> I think you don't know, if you don't know who he is, you're not, you're not missing out. Honestly. And I am the best person to <laughs> ask because. I was turning around, going around in Tesco, and I noticed a Xbox magazine, and it's got a picture of Blinks, and so it's like, 
this is a new Xbox, this is a new mascot of Xbox. And they've been talking about how Blinks is going to be a huge game. It was in 2002 when the Xbox came out in the UK. And Blinks has been like hyped up to be like the next Sonic the Hedgehog. And speaking of which, it's made by the Sonic co-creator Naoto Oshima, who's who's worked on the original Sonic game, who also like worked on Nights into Dreams. So so he's worked on other few Game Boy Advance games, like I think there's Pinocchio Robot B or some sort. He then went over to work on as part of our tune on Blinks the Time Sweeper, which is the game for the Xbox. It came out in 2002, which is one of the first games I ever got for the Microsoft Xbox because I was so excited for it. And I found the game to be quite nice, but it's just a, quite a simple like suck in the trash and shoot them out at the enemies and try to get rid of all the enemies to complete the level. So it's pretty much like paint so, by the mothers type of thing. I was going to say it sounds like uh, Luigi's Mansion almost, like the Hoover game. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because, like you said, they thought it'd be the mascot of Xbox. It's quite funny to think that, like in hindsight, like Master Chief is obviously the face of Xbox, and that's not even close now. Uh, could you imagine a world of links to Time Sweeper is the face of Xbox? I can't see it. <laughs> could you imagine? I can see it. That'd be so weird. I can. S- That'd be so strange. I can see it. I think it's just that Blinks has like got a similar color scheme to Mega Man and that. Spockster from Mocker Knight Adventures. I think, I think to I think he, sh- he should be benefiting for that green hoodie and some different coloured pants. Well, I mean trousers. Well, pants in the U- uh, U.S. But but yeah, it's just like. Um, but I think to me, Blinks looks far better with a shiny red hoodie, which is quite close to magenta, and some like cow cow print uh, trousers. I mean, there's like nine worlds you can go through and it's like, hmm, really interesting. But the controls are a bit finicky and you have like limited amount of lives that if you run out of lives, then it's game over and you, you have to do the whole level again. Like the level design is just like, it's not the case of challenging. It's just like something that's a bit of a patience test. So it... I don't know whether the people found it stale or found it too difficult, but I managed to complete the whole game. But the final boss of it is just, like, so cheap. Like, if you run out of lives, you had to go for the boss rush again, beat the boss many times. But I think there's a trick that... I was kind of hoping this wouldn't be patched, but... Well, I mean, it's a 20-year-old game now. <laughs> but if you're facing the boss and you're about to run out of lives... I can give you this pro tip. You pause the game, press restart, and you get to face the boss again without having to go through the boss rush. And that's how I've beaten the game and went for it. I got the Blinks 2 Masters of Time and Space, which is released in the very late of Xbox's lifespan. And it's like, yeah, it's just like Blinks with an improved gameplay, but it wasn't really that great, in my opinion. But it's really cool if you play one of the pigs and you use space powers. And I thought, yeah, that's cool. But I think it's just trying to, like, respecting the uh, fads where it tries to be too Splinter Cell and Blinks, like, try to be too tough and edgy and stuff like that. And I think it's just a case of them jumping sharks. Like, how the original game should have been, like, so good. But 
because of like how much people hated Blinks and how much they didn't get picked up, especially with the Japanese audience, it's just Blinks ended up like aged so poorly that he did not end up being the Xbox mascot. And I think it's just what led to him being featured on the Twitter account. I was going to say, does it mean that he hasn't aged that poorly when you've seen all this positive stuff about the game? But yeah, it does sound like it's aged a bit poorly, to be honest. Um, so this this Twitter account is just random things that have aged poorly. Is there like anything like Xbox related on there? Or uh, it's just it's just random stuff? I random guess. stuff. Like, if you look for the yeah. Twitter account with the recent tweets, I mean... I'm sure you picked up some really fun ones. Do you recognise like, any of them? Uh, I, I haven't had much of a chance to look through this, to be honest. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, but no, it's just this... It's an interesting... Uh, it's interesting that they've picked uh, Blinks the Time Sweeper to be the mascot. I know. Of all the things... <laughs> I actually can't find the Twitter at the moment. Yes. Probably shouldn't be doing this during the video, the episode, but... So, I just picked yeah, up the latest stuff. tweet. So, it's like, Playboy, Born of the July is also the flip side of Top Gun, which is essentially war by Nintendo game and the parity under blind patriotism. And Chris says, Okay, some people thought that Top Gun was a right-wing film to promote the Navy. And a lot of kids loved it, but I want the kids to know that it's not yeah. the way war is. That Top Gun was just an amusement park ride, a fun film with a PG-13 rating that was not supposed to be reality. That's why I didn't go on and make Top Gun 2, 3, 4 and 5. That would have been irresponsible. Then you have Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I like Top Gun Maverick, actually. It's quite a good film. But <laughs> And there's... There's there's one that said uh, the the Golden Eye remasters will be announced at uh, the Xbox press conference. Oops, that didn't happen. <laughs> where is the where is the Golden Eye remasters? That should have happened. It's everyone knows it's been made. Hmm. Legal jargon, legal. There's all legal stuff. I'm just trying to find. Uh, if you don't play Duke Nukem 3D, you like men. That's another thing. That's, wow, that is that is badly poor. That is poor. That is poor. Also, there's a, another tweet with. <laughs> There's a retweet, well, quote retweet of a System Shock 2. So it's like, you asked for it and we were working on it. System Shock 2, Enhanced Edition coming soon. And then it just responded with a picture of a skeleton waiting for the news to happen. I mean, there's some funny stuff on here, like uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. uh, And someone put, hopefully they still remember this is a video game movie. No, they didn't. They really didn't. If you see Wreck-It Ralph 2, it's just about the internet, really. There are some video game stuff in there, but it is mainly about uh, eBay and uh, and Disney Disney websites and stuff like that. It's, yeah. uh, well, there's like... Just... One says, Mediatonic, creators of Four Guys, have joined the Epic Games family. And the key point is, will remain on stream and no plans for going free to play, but wants to add cross-play, account system... Squads versus squad modes, etc. And it says, keep in mind, Fall Guys will have Fortnite cosmetics soon. Do you know how that's going to end up like this? Yeah. It's not. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Um, oh, there's a good one. Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard is one of the largest and most successful standalone inter- interactive entertainment companies. Nope. Well, it still is technically. 
but give it a couple of months and it won't be anymore. It'll be part of Microsoft. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so there's some gaming stuff on here as well. Um, yeah. Well, well, I, I'll have to look through this properly later, but yeah, I think it's worth checking out. If you guys have Twitter, check out Poorly Age Tweet, uh, Poorly Age Things, or check out Potato Chief. I hear he does great tweets too. Well, I just noticed before we move on, like <laughs> uh, I know I got the article there, but I just noticed a picture of Ken's. Like, there's one about Ken where everyone gets down on the dump sometimes. I'm sure you get over it, and there's like. Uh, there's Gilly talking to a beaten up Ken says go home and be a family man uh, have you heard much about what's happened with Street Fighter recently no hang on I'll just try to no, see if it's got any context because some of their tweets like if you don't understand what's going on sometimes it just like points you to another tweet that just adds context to what it is oh okay but makes sense can't just get it loading um Actually, I think it would be quicker if I. Uh, what's Ken Master Street Fighter 6? Oh, I just found this Kotaku article. It says Street Fighter's Ken has fallen on hard times and fans are laughing. It was supposed to be a white boy some of the Ken Masters, but Street Fighter 6 thought otherwise. So, what is this going on? I say, what? Ken's one of my favourite characters. Don't ruin Ken. What are you doing? It says like, I'm a Ken me. Well, you can't make this shit up. They turned him into Karate Ascor. She took the kids with <laughs> For what I went for the guy who oh, the no. Street Fighter 6 to begin with, Ken wanted to pursue the same dream as Ryu. At least I got tired of him and left Ken and took Mel. The dog tags you see Ken wearing is actually wow. Mel's. Laura and Sean make the hammers as they're trying to bring Ken back. They also explain what's going on to the player. And Luke tries to help Ken regain his fighting spirit. Many characters call Ken washed up in wind coats. I mean, what? That's mean. Wow. That literally exploded, and that's what Poly H things like do double tweets on. Oh my gosh. And yeah. it says another person says that aged perfectly, ratioed by the Metroid. Yeah, so pretty much it. But anyway. So, I mean, obviously. I mean, if you guys know any poorly aged things, and don't say me. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, if you know any poorly aged things that you want us to see, you know, comment them below. That's I think that'd be a fun. It's a fun topic. It's a random topic, I know, but I thought a little bit. I thought this is a good sort. It's a good topic. This is Alison's idea, but I think it's um, executed quite well. I think it's quite a, a bit of a light-hearted subject. Um, is there anything else we wanted to discuss? Because we want to try and keep this episode brief if we can. Well. Just to finish up with this article where I shared D-Milk, poorly aged stuff, and I don't know if you got it on the screen, but just going through those, uh, some quickly go through 20 examples of poorly aged stuff. So, first one is it's, there's a scene from The Princess Bride where, why are you wearing the mask? Were you burned by acid or something like that? Says by Eric Andre the Giant. And it says like, no, it's just that they're terribly comfortable. I think everyone will be wearing them in the future. You see how it goes? Wow. <laughs> yeah. There's, oh, like, prizes. First place, $500. Second place, and all this stuff. And fifth to sixth, eighth place, 25 bitcoins. Okay. 
but here's a really good yeah. one. Internet might be just a passing fad as millions give up on it. This came from the newspaper. Yep. Uh, Daily <laughs> Mail just documented in it in, is it 2006 or some sort? Anyway, it's just, uh, oh my gosh, that's so ironic. You'll have to send me the link to that uh, article. It sounds funny. Uh, we'll have to go through that. Why? Well, I don't know if I gave you that link. So, but anyway, poly age things, Dre Bay. I don't know if it's, uh, it's Dre Bay. 2016 has been nothing but annoying and problematic. It's been cancelled. Time travels to 2020. Oh, God. <laughs> Oops. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, There's God. Arthur Cohen Doyle, author of Sherlock, said, If in 100 years I'm only known as the man who invented Sherlock Holmes, then I would consider my life as a failure. There's Goodbye Netflix. Hello, Blockbuster on the advertising card. Hmm. Don't know how that ended up. There's Bill Gates who said, Have an anniversary, Melinda Gates. I can't wait to spend 25 years more uh, laughing together. And it's just response to happy anniversary, Bill Gates. 25 years and three kids later, we're still laughing this hard. Hmm. Do you know how that ended up? There's like Betty High School 2021 AD and says, Betty, school's about to start. Relax, mother, I still have all the 30 seconds. Kids today are so lucky they will be able to go to school in their own home. They never have to carry books to school and they never have to worry about the weather. Excuse me, folks. Press is about to begin. Well, I mean, that looks as if it's aged perfectly, <laughs> except for the environment there, so futuristic. There's... My prediction of year 2020 is that everyone will live peacefully and they will cure every disease there is. Mm -mm. <laughs> nope. There's countries... I need to find this article. Yeah. <laughs> the country's best and worst prepared for the epidemic and it shows least prepared is Africa and some of the Latin countries and there's like uh, most prepared are US and the UK. Uh, are they? <laughs> <laughs> There's also top Broadway shows that should be movies, and the other one is Cats. Ooh, That's terrible. by Miss Mojo. Ooh. But there's well-aged <laughs> things, followed by Hillary Clinton says, "Delete your account, will Donald Trump?" <laughs> and there's the picture of yeah, there's poly-aged things, and there's a picture of J.K. Rowling. I suppose I leave it to your imaginations yeah. to how that happened. <laughs> yeah, she's not. No, she's a. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of her work. I really want to see that. There's a picture of <laughs> Kanye West, him in the polo shirt by the looks of it, best dressed, most likely to succeed. There's film facts in 1998. Marvel offered Sony the music rights to almost all of their characters, including Iron Man for Black Panther and Ant Man, for just 25 million dollars. Uh, Sony claimed to offered with seven million dollars for just Spider Man because they thought nobody gives a shit about any of the other Marvel characters. I mean, Spider Man's still making them lots of money, so they're not they're not too, you know. 
I know the other ones have been successful because of Marvel, but would Sony have done a good job of them? Probably not. Well, so. well, the point is that they didn't think that other Marvel characters would have succeeded. Guess what happened with the MCU? No, no I, I get that. I'm just saying maybe... like. Would they be as successful without the MCU though? That's the thing. I feel like the MCU was the reason they were good. Yeah, like you could have the you could have the licenses to them, but you still don't necessarily mean you're gonna make a good film of them. And this one is Clearly. a fairly bit political. Donald Trump Jr., D. Clintons. You know what's deplorable? Being in preached basket of deplorables, and that's posted in 2016 when Donald mm-hmm. Trump became president. Yeah, and he got impeached. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's. There's one by Ellen DeGeneres. You know the Ellen show, the host? Says, Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres. I made one of my employees cry like a baby in today's show. Honestly, it felt good. And that's in 2009. And then, yeah, she's been known for doing that. There's one by James Charles where, I never done anything illegal, but every time I hear police sirens, I always look to make sure they're not pulling into my driveway. I don't know much about James Oof. Charles, but... No, I don't either. There's Apple iPhone now wheel. And there's a comment that says, I don't get it. Who's going to want the phone that's as large as an iPod? And it looks like an iPod. Sure, I worked for music, but for the phone? Meh, this will never catch on. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like... Mm. Last one is Jeff. I don't know who it is. Apparently none of you guys realise how bad of an idea a touchscreen is on the phone. I've also some pretty obvious and mid major problems here. <laughs> Another sceptic. <laughs> yeah. Now You'll have to send me the link to that so I can put it all up on the on the on the video so people can see what you're you're talking about as well. Good idea. Definitely. <laughs> now I think we need to like finish here, but I think we're gonna ask yeah. ourselves one last question. Go ahead. What do you believe is the most poly-aged thing you ever seen? Don't say me or don't say me. That's just mean. Don't don't do that. I'll start with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poly-aged things. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, anything that says Starfield's coming out this year? I guess. Mm. I mean, that's always that's always like. Ooh. Punch to the gut. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I think the another poly-aged thing is... Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think both of them are a bit stumped on it. Like, I think there was a few things to say. It's like, oh, it's going to be huge and it's coming out. Because I backed a lot... I saw a lot of really good projects on Kickstarter and then they didn't really, like, get funded ooh, the, ooh, and yeah. stuff like that. Oh yeah, that that's the one. I have a I have a new year. Yeah, because no one really and it just died straight away. Because I once then I was like almost tried to do a YouTube series where I play video game vids of me playing Minecraft, and I think it was back in 2013, and it was like saying, "Oh, how Oya is going to be in the next games console that's going to be better than PlayStation 4?" Because I honestly thought it's going to be like where games come more simple again. And one of the people came over and says, like, if you say it's going to be better than PlayStation 4, then stop right there. But I was honestly thought this, like, oh, it's going to be a huge, like, huge system. But what it ended up is just, like, it's it just failed 
it's like, say, oh, you don't have to pay so much for the games and the marketing campaign is so bad. And then they just ended up turning into one of the biggest jokes. There's literally a YouTube video that shows like how many times the Oya has failed and now it's just fading into obscurity. Like it's a game system that shouldn't have existed. And that's when like when I said positive things about it, it's just aged like milk. <laughs> the only positive thing about the Ouya is the, the the fact that the a lot of people went uh, went towards the Ouya saying, We want indie games, we want more independent games, we want smaller titles and all that and I feel like PlayStation and then Xbox and Nintendo have gone. All right, we'll bring we'll bring more indie games to our consoles, and I feel like that has helped push the indie game. I feel like Ouya did help shift indie games into more of a mainstay on consoles. So I mean, if you want to find a positive from it, I think that is a positive. But um, now the like PS4 was very deep into the. Hmm. PS4 was really into the indies, and our Xbox are really into the indies with the idea Xbox and the uh, and Game Pass. So you know, yeah, and there's like, oh, it's um like now Oya is now being a favorite to like run emulators on, but now it's just like people like using Xbox to try uh, the emulator in where you play old retro games on the Xbox Series S, for instance. So there's no need for Oya. Yeah. So Oya is just like dead. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a few moments later. Hello, this is Materia Youth here. Uh, we had a little bit of technical issues. The end of the episode seemed to cut off briefly, uh, unexpectedly. So I'm just going to re- just going to say goodbye to you guys again. Thank you for watching the podcast. We had a lot of fun this week talking about uh, different things. So thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to leave a like and leave a comment. Or leave a good review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And just follow me on Twitter at The Potato Chief. Uh, we had a lot of fun. And stay tuned for next week. And beyond, we will keep going. Uh, thank you guys for watching. And until next time, too sweet. Haters, guys. Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Potato Chief. Or on YouTube at Potato Chief. Or follow us on all podcast services. Thank you for listening.